All right, welcome back. Episode six of the Brand Width podcast. Sitting across from me is Dean Milson. Hello. And I am Sam McEwen, and we are a pair of marketers. We here are. to have a short, compact com- conversation about marketing. I am a digital marketer. Dean works mostly in the realm of brand. And uh, if you've joined us for the first time, then the concept of this podcast is that one of us will come with a topic without notice, really. Yep. That the other has no idea. And uh, the idea of, of which I guess is that we're going to sit here and, and have a conversation about it. And it should be uh, somewhat reminiscent Hilarity of the conversations issues, that we might right. have in, uh, over, over a cup of coffee or yes. something along those lines. So I have come with a topic today, Dean, about budgeting. Ooh. <laughs> um, yeah, sexy, right? So yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a couple of things. I'm, I guess, you know, we're both agency side, so yep. uh, we're probably somewhat removed from the wonderful world of how budgets are created and crafted. But uh, And uh, on the other end, I, I guess we're also completely at the mercy of, of how these oh, budgets, <laughs> budgets and, and how they come. But, uh, you know, I wanted to speak. There's, there's a couple of things that, that come up um, from time to time from my world and the digital world about, you know, how how much budget should be all- allocated to different channels yep. and how these things can become. So, so that's something I wanted to, wanted to talk about a little yeah. bit. They're really important questions, I think, because yeah. um, they, um, yeah, it's people have no idea. I mean, I have no idea about that sometimes. That's, that's like, it, right? And, and, I'm, and I'm really curious too because I feel like this is one of those areas that... Myself in a, in a digital world, I get one app element of the budget, and that might be very different in in, in how yep. what you experience. So I'm, I'm really keen to, to hear you here. But I thought I'd start off today. We, we spoke um, uh, off air about about uh, a common uh, thought leader that you put me onto some time ago, Mark Ritson, and uh, I came across a quote from him on how budgets are, yep. are, are formed, typically, which which I thought sums it up far better than I ever will. There's so, got a few swear words uh, there. A, a dozen, actually. It's no, that's in the written form. Yeah, yeah. It's from the written form. Unusual right? for Mark. Yeah, it is. It is. But you can imagine the swear words. <laughs> I can. I'll imagine. I might have a go. I'll put it in a couple <laughs> in. Um, so, so this is this is what he says about how you know how typical marketing budgets uh, are formed. First, a finance executive with no marketing training and no knowledge of your market looks at the five-year revenue growth of your brand. They extrapolate the sales line using an arbitrary (laughs) compound annual growth rate calculation and come up with an expected sales goal for the upcoming year. Then they take an entirely arbitrary percentage of a sales figure, usually varying somewhere between 1% and 10%, and they apply this proportion to the expected revenue number. This budget is then confirmed to the marketing team who pass on the good or bad news to their agency partners and how much money they have for the year ahead. So I think that's probably pretty common, isn't it? Yep. Right? Like, you, and I think in reality, it's it's um, you know how much we spent on marketing last year. You yeah. know, what are our growth targets? Okay, we'll increase our marketing spend by ten percent, or yep. or whatever it is. Yeah, ten percent of our target revenue is is going to be what the market market well, is. Which better market? You know, Mark Ritson would go on to say is an absolutely absurd way of, yeah. of mm-hmm. coming up with a with a budget and. I sort of get it as well. You know, it's, it's relatively easy, and there's a there's a line item there, and marketing teams have to to spend it. But I guess it's you're either going to be spending more money than you need to, or less money than you than you, you should you need to, to to achieve your objectives, right? And, yep. and so uh, he goes on to to recommend what's called zero. Yeah, budget. yeah. I've seen that. This? I have, but I um I don't understand it. 
<laughs> no. Well, I've, I've taken a little bit of time to understand. Good. It. And again, as I said, I'm not on the, on the side of this. It's not something I, I need to do, uh, particularly in my role, but yep. I thought it might be interesting. So it's a pretty simple concept. So yep. the idea is rather than starting with that big figure based on last year's results or, mm-hmm. or based on, yeah, you know, a percentage of your, of your forecasted revenue, you start with zero. Thus, the, the yep. name zero, zero base. Yep. And, and then what you do is you go through and you conduct your research and you prepare your marketing strategy based on you know, the objectives that you should hopefully have some awareness of. Yep. Uh, and, and you create, put together the marketing strategy or you may go out to your agency okay. right, to come back and say, okay, these are our marketing objectives, create a strategy yep. for us. And and then you would sell that into the management team. Okay. And the management team will either approve that, I guess, or push back. And and again, Mark Ritson, this is a this is a quote. He says, um, he says, in reality, what happens is that senior managers bet their resources on the better marketers with the better plans and the better opportunities, and reduce investment in the crappy marketers with the crappy plan. Um, and the yeah. strategic approach, in other words. So you're building it from the ground up. You're not kind of here's a here's here's a bunch of money, work out how to spend it. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Exactly. So, you know, and, and I'm not sure. Again, I'm not in this world. I'm not sure if is this a, a an idealistic way of looking at it. You know, I, I assume that the finance team must have some amount of scope to be able to approve such a plan. But I think the fundamental of this is that you're starting with an objective. And yeah. and you're building a plan to meet that objective, so yeah. it should be a sound plan. Yeah, and yeah. then if it's a sound plan, you get the approval, and that there's some accountability built into to that system to actually say, well, here is a plan, and it's going to achieve this outcome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And if you don't achieve that outcome, well, heads, heads will roll, agencies will be fired. Yeah. You well, know, you've got the objectives. Is, yeah, yeah. And this is a, a much better way of of building budgets. Yeah. So in my experience, all of our, I think because of the space you're working with brands, a bit different. It's often our work is more top level um, mm-hmm. from a brand strategy point of view. Um, it's not as you know we're going to spend X to 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 earn to earn Y. So in my experience, most of our budgets are made by that anyway because it's we actually what is the objective? What do we need yeah. to do here? This is what what's going to cost. So is that, it more of a sort of a capital expenditure sort of? No, I, like that's that's an um, I, it's an interesting point actually because I, I think it should be, but sometimes yeah. it's not. It's just well, it, you know, we need something we need first. we need to do yeah. this first. But from from a perspective of you know, look, we need to we need to achieve something. Okay, well, you know, we'll work out. You know, you're going to need to do this to try and do that, and then and here's the the marketing. You know, there's the budget for that, and then ongoing. If you're going to do ongoing work, it's going to kind of cost this, and this is what we're trying to achieve by that. So yeah, I mean, where my experience and the type of work we do is that's how we do it anyway. But um, I, I think maybe more so for um, uh, you know big brands that have their own internal teams and their market, their budgets are probably set. You know, in the reverse, yeah. which is what he's talking about. It's like we made this last year, and you know, whereas if you're coming in externally as a consultant, um, sometimes it's a bit different because you know we're setting the budget really, or yeah. at least it's you know objective based. So yeah, it's, it's certainly. I think you know that what I see definitely is, is more often than not is there's a set there's a set amount, and and you know that description by Mark Ritson is is bang on the money for probably. 80% of what I see from... Is it really? Yeah. yeah. And, and so they come to you already with... A, they have, and, and I don't think marketing have any... Like the marketing team has no <coughs> control over that. The amount of conversations I've had with, hey, you like this is working really, really well for you. You should double down on this. We can't. 
There's no, you know, there's no be, channel for are you which. Talking about big companies. Some some cases, quite big yeah, companies. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I can get that in big companies. I, I yeah, it's less it's, it's, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. But I have I have come across it in little companies as well. It's, it's like no, this is they have an arbitrary figure, you know, and 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 I'm dealing in some cases with the actual business owner, not of the marketing department. Isn't that funny? And and they're still. Yeah, and and you know I've had you know there's one example with it with a business that you know great Australian-owned business uh, in the manufacturing space that that are achieving what we see what looks to us to be amazing results. Yeah, and have opportunity to probably increase their spend in those areas by five six times, and for many years now I've chosen not to do it. To, to achieve like yeah well results, hey look these yeah, these are great results yeah these are great you results could you could you could you could quadruple your spend and get quadruple the result yeah um, and I've always found it fascinating because because I've thought well there's there's only one reason why you wouldn't do that and it's because maybe there's something I'm seeing I'm not seeing that that maybe the result isn't as strong you know from a, from a marketing point of view you don't always see the whole picture yeah no you, you know we can see how many leads are generated we can we can see you know how much traffic went to the site we can see you know but we might not see how many actual sales result from that well that that's that's it because I was just that was what I was going to ask next but do you know what they're P and L is, <laughs> and this is the interesting thing. And yeah. so, so with this particular client, and this is you know uh, happened multiple times. Say, oh yeah, but it's very hard to tell. We know business is going well, but it's, it's very hard to tell. Why is it hard to tell? <laughs> you know, yeah. Oh well, you know, there's, there's some you know there's some things, and it takes a long time to close a, a lead, and and all these kind of things, and that all that all makes sense. But I've always thought, well, either the marketing's not working, in which case you should fire us. Yeah, yeah. Or or the marketing is working, in which case you should. You know, quadruple your spend and yeah. get quadruple the result. There shouldn't be a, a, a middle ground, but the the amount of times that you know it's happened so many times now over yeah, okay. o, over many years that I think, you know, it's, it's, this is the budget. This is where we're happy to get less than the results we could be getting. It's also um, I, maybe sometimes that comes down to people being scared to that they can actually <laughs> fulfill yeah. the, the the leads and the promises that they're getting but that's, yeah well, it's probably good. that too. capacity capacity is right. a good capacity is the other other one there but what i'm hearing there is probably a, another it's a you know a slight tangent but about that the potential the or the way that um, you know businesses need to approach their marketing from more of a bit of an I hate the word but like agile kind mm. of sense where you know especially with digital marketing you can you're looking at it you're seeing what's happening you, you know you can test it's not like you know putting billboards up you can't really test them you yeah. can't you know it's a very expensive way to test but yeah. um, you know in the digital space you can you know be you know putting an ad up or doing something and seeing what it works and checking for a little while and then tweaking it if you need yeah. to and I, I'd, I'd kind of think that you know, that's the same, you know, it should be the same approach. This is working really well, let's do more of it. And then yeah. if we need to do more of that, what can we do less of if we need to balance something somewhere? But exactly that conversation right. of, if it's a flat conversation of no, we, we, uh, we can't do that. The, the other side of it, interestingly, which I see is, is just as bad, but the opposite, right? Which is, you know, there'll be times where, where we'll be approached by a client and they'll say, oh, we've just got this new budget which we can use to, for this area. And and you know let's let's throw some media at this let's let's and the reality is that it's and, and it's over a short period of time where there could be activities that you could be doing all year round that would generate 
you know, really solid return, but then you end up over-invested in a short amount of time and getting a worse return, in, you know, for, yeah. for that campaign. And, and, and these, again, just seem to be, you know, it comes because there's been an arbitrary figure that's been put in front and, and cool, we've got this money to spend, spend it. If I don't spend it, I'm not going to get it again next year. <laughs> yeah, that's always <laughs> no. funny. Well, quickly, like, don't spend it. Yeah, you know. And, and it happens at the end of the financial yeah. year. Like, oh, we've got some extra money. Is there anything else we can do? Um, you know, yeah. we're having... And, and that, you know, I would argue strongly is... Can we invoice you a, now and then we're gonna, <laughs> yeah, and we'll yeah. do something with yeah. it next time? Bro, we've had these yeah. things. But it's a terrible that way. That never happens, just no, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's not... I mean, that's not an ideal way of, of saying... of going to your agency or going to your marketing department and saying, you know, what more could we be doing? Yeah. You know, just to, to sop up a little bit of budget at the end of the financial yeah. year when, when you, you know, you could be taking a more strategic approach. Yeah, well, um, that, um, that idea of long-term versus short terms definitely another conversation I want to have with you at another other time because that's um, that's that goes to the heart of, of that you know that question well why are you spending this money yeah. and why does it have to be all spent now or why are we just looking at this in you know for this three months period and then we'll we'll assess it yeah. you know afterwards it's got to be you know an ongoing big well, that's conversation and, and businesses are saying oh yeah our marketing is going to be five percent of our our revenue are sort of saying they're not placing a, a large amount of importance on the on the marketing, is it? It's just an item like the electricity. Well, it's a way to building come costs. up with a I mean, I'm sure I could see that happening in small to medium-sized businesses that maybe mm. um, don't have much experience in that. And we get a lot of those because they, you know, they come to they come. They come to us. They don't have a marketing department, so we're kind of like their marketing department. So, right. I, I guess for their point, from that, you know, putting a putting ourselves in their shoes, you know, how do we work out, you know, how much to spend? If we can't compare it to anything else, we'll take a percentage of this and that seems fair enough. So you can kind of see that as a point, as a starting point, I guess. But, yeah. um, but it's it could only be a guide, not a, like a, it, it could, a driver. It could breed into a, a certain level of acceptance of poor marketing, right? Like, you know, that... that you know, we've, this is this is the budget, and we've you know we'll spend it in these areas, and we've got our, you know, our our, our junior who who posts on our social media wall, and we've got you know we've got yeah, this, this thing, and we do that, you know, it just sort of gets mopped up, and rather than actually saying <laughs> if you want any budget at all, you know, and this taking us back to the zero based model, which is is what I really like about it, you've got to you've got to put some objectives in there. What are what are your objectives? What what are you going to achieve? And yeah. if we give you Twenty thousand dollars to to do this, or you know, a million dollars to do that. What what's the return going to be? And and you know, in justifying that, you're going to have to come back with some results, aren't you? And yeah. and, and it's really yeah. probably a much more of a message to you know to a management team than a marketing team. So sadly, they'll probably never listen to this podcast. But <laughs> but but you know, you, you sort of t you need to open up these avenues to say, okay, you know, your marketing department needs to be able to come to you and request budget. Yeah. And this is the and this is how you're going to expect them to come to you. And this yeah. is what you're going to need to see back. The other side to that though, which I find you know interesting as well, is well then what are you measuring? Um, because that's you absolutely should have objectives, um, yeah. but then if it all becomes about you know the the the, the measurement or the, the the engagement or the you know, then you move into another bit of territory as well of you know if we're just here to get clicks or yes. just here to get likes or you know and and there's been a lot of that 
going on. And I, was and going, I wrote this down too. Yeah. I'm really glad, glad, <laughs> glad you brought it up because that's when your budget starts to be funneled into what can be measured. Yes. Yep. At, at the expense of, of things what? that are difficult. That's a hard, to be difficult measured. to measure. That's right. Yeah. Um, and and that's not that's not the case. And I've probably mentioned it on this podcast before, actually. But the one thing I mention all the time, coming from a world of search, you know, I've been working in in paid search for for more than a decade now, and and I remember in the early days when I started working in that, it was all about like we were pretty bullish, and Google was cheap and it was easy, and you could pump money into into Google Ads and and get a huge return. And so inevitably, what do you mean return? So. You know, if you're depending on what you're selling, or depending yep. on on your your leads, you know, not many people, big businesses hadn't found their way to Google yet. Yep. So it okay. was small businesses, and you could put like honestly, you could put two or three thousand dollars as a small business, right, a month into Google Ads and and pull back hundreds of thousands of dollars in in, in, in revenue, products sold, products sold, yeah, in, in, or, yeah, in okay. revenue, you know, like a, a real return. So it was it was, you know, those early days of Google was like a gold rush, yeah. and you know, uh, our sales teams back then were. Um, you know, in the agency that I worked with, you know, it was, it was a pretty easy sell. And I was like, how much money are you getting back for your Yellow Pages ad? You don't know? You know, cancel your ad. Cancel your ad. Yeah, yeah. How much are you getting back from that billboard? You don't know? Well, I'll be able to tell you if you put it in Google, cancel yeah. the billboard. The billboard one's a funny right? one. You can't, oh, can't, well, can't, can't, can't <laughs> click on a billboard. I think someone yeah. said. <laughs> well, this is, this is the sort of but, point I've made, is yeah. that over a period of time, obviously Google got more expensive and... And what we saw was that some of the businesses, particularly the businesses that were big enough to, to do the billboards and do a lot of this sort of uh, advertising that was more difficult to measure, is overall, yeah, while paid search was giving them incredible return, they may not have seen the, 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 their overall revenue yeah, increasing yeah. At, at such a rate. You know, and that, and what they, I think they learned is, oh, you know what, that that billboard may have actually been bringing in some revenue. We didn't know how much. Yeah. But as soon as we got rid of it, things, things have dropped. And and I think you know, and we still see some of those symptoms. I think businesses are a little bit smart now, but we we still we still see that. You know, it's interesting. I mentioned to a, a client the other day that that I thought radio advertising would be really good for them. We don't we don't have anything to do with radio advertising, but I thought that would add to the mix of yeah. of things that we're doing. For them really well, and and he was really surprised that I mentioned this. But you're digital. Why would you? You know, like like why would why would you? So is, isn't you that mention? isn't that funny? Like you're digital, and yeah. like it's you know digital marketing, and that's why even and, and it's it's just marketing. That's why even when I you know now intro to the podcast, I say you're a digital yeah. marketer. I kind of go, well, yeah, me too. <laughs> Maybe by in, in, in a few more episodes, well, uh, you'll just be a marketer. I, I'd like to drop the D. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but it's a pretty good description. Yeah, no, no, that's uh, that's true. But yeah, and I mean, it's it's now it, it is just marketing, isn't it? So, yeah. Um, um, and you know, of, of course, it makes sense to yeah. to offer solutions across different channels because you know when I'm driving my car, I can't be looking at. And, and that, that is, you know, I think that is the, the definite challenge with this zero-based model, is that it is that you'll have decisions like that, and you'll choose Google in that example. You put all your money in Google because it's easy to measure, and and you know you'll shut off the radio ad because you're not really sure if it's working or not. And, yeah. And and that could be at the detriment of your brand. And and so maybe we need better ways of measuring things. Well, I just I, mean, I, th I think it leads into what you're saying before. Um, like if if you've got um, you kind of need to know what the you know if the company's profitable, so you can work yeah. out. Like that shouldn't be a you know that should be the question. So you know what was the profit last? 
you know, yeah. last year, last month, last whatever. Because at the end of the day, all of this has to feed through to 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 you know to a result, not That's a right. n- not a not a like or a click yeah. or an eyeball or a you know a, a, a follow. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's got to actually lead to a real business outcome. That's but exactly right. And that, if that isn't being shared or then it's it's kind of hard. Yeah. And I think that's a lesson for marketers, right? Like if we're talking about here, you know, fundamentally, if, you know, most marketers don't have an ability to change how those budgets are created. If, if you work in an organisation where they take the 10% of the forecasted revenue and that's your marketing budget, you know, it's probably going to be fairly difficult for you to change that. It does have to happen at the top. Yeah, that's and it's right. got to be a um, you know a management decision. So if you're not able to to impact that yourself, then you know what you do need to at least know is to understand, you know what are the what's going to be important to those people at the top level of management, yep. Yep. and stop mucking around with metrics that don't mean anything. You know, at the end of the day, it is about sales and revenue, yep. and you know I think that's where a lot of the distrust of marketing comes from. Because if you're if you're spending your time talking about likes and talking about engagement, which may or may not be, you know, have some influence on your overall objective, <coughs> but at the end of the day, you know what what the people in the finance department, the people in management are going to be interested in uh, is revenue, and we need to find a way to at least bring, you know, what we're doing as a marketing function back to those those real business outcomes. Yeah, you know, but not. I mean, the other the, the scary thing that though is it doesn't it doesn't happen straight away. That's right. It's, you know, it's, you've got to have a long-term approach. To, and, this, and, this, and be honest about it. Like, yeah. I had a conversation last week, or, you know, what's this going to do? Well, I'm actually not sure, to be honest. Like, we've never done any of, you know, you haven't done any marketing before. No one really knows who you are. Yep. At the moment, we just want to get people knowing who you are. And they might not, yeah. you know, straight away buy from you. So it's going to be difficult to kind of know. We can measure as best we can, and yep. we can measure that through, and this is only digital advertising on LinkedIn, but we can measure that through who we think's seeing it, but we're going to have to take a long kind yeah. of go at this because, you know, you're a, the, you're a, you know, this is a, a company that, you know, people aren't going to buy from very often. So we're going to be ready when they're ready, but, um, um, you know, it's not going to happen overnight. So yeah. please don't, you know, I'm, I'm being honest with you, you know, this isn't going to happen straight away. So yeah. you can't just... And, that, and that's... Otherwise I can go and get you, you know, otherwise I can find something, you know, that will elicit a, a click from someone or a, or, a, or a like or, you know, or um, you know something like that. But isn't that, is, that's not really what we want to do at the moment. We yeah. actually need to be playing the long game here. And, that, and that, I think that's really important. That's where, you know, like, and I'm not... Likes might be the billboards of digital marketing, right? <laughs> they get a bad rap. But, but there, there's, there's, a, there's a function where gaining more likes is going to be really important. Yeah, but it's, but it's how that fits into the next step. And, and what are we trying to achieve? You know, if your, your objective is, okay, what we want to do is we want to build a database in some way, then then that there might Indeed. be likes, it might be subscribers, it might Indeed. be something else. And then w- yeah. where are we going to take that on our on the next step? You know, once we have all those likes and subscribers, how are we, what are we going to do with them? Activate <laughs> them into yeah. something yeah. else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's your reason, there's yeah. your objective. But but again, I think if we're talking budgeting, you know, you and and, and this is the, the problem with these things, Facebook and we're going to have a podcast on this at some point. Uh, I've just got to go through and find the time to count them. I think as an average, there might be 300 
or more different metrics that Facebook... Are they really? Will, yeah, it is ridiculous. It is an absolute, like, uh, in all the platforms I've used, Facebook is the king of this. There is a metric for everything. And, and therefore, you know, if I, I challenge anyone not to, not to find a way to make any marketing campaign run on Facebook to deem it a success. Because okay. there'll be a metric there that'll be good. <laughs> You know, and 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 um, you know, and that's <laughs> what a business could build that by yeah. design. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, but that's why you, you have to go into to any kind of marketing with, with a clear objective and saying straight away, okay, it is likes. Likes will be successful. The more likes and the cheapest cost per like that we get for this campaign will be successful because the next campaign is going to lead into this. The next one's going to go and yeah. lead into that. Not then after afterwards saying, yeah, well, this campaign was supposed to drive sales, didn't drive any sales, but gee, didn't we get a lot of likes? Didn't we get some engagement? And our videos reviewed a lot of times. So it's been mostly a success. <laughs> yeah, absolute nonsense for yeah, us. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so anyway, I think... Um, what have we got takeaways from that? Actually, before we go to takeaways, okay. there, was, there was something else I wanted to, to, to put, um, and this does go to the, the percentages and, and talking paid search. So one thing that I that uh, has come up from time to time is, is how much should we be investing in one channel versus another channel? Yep. And um, one thing that I see goes misunderstood a lot of times is a lot of people are really or a lot of businesses are really happy to put money into areas such as paid search or Facebook or TV advertising because they sort of know what they're getting back for that. Yep. I'm, I'm spending this amount of money, um, but then less, you know, more reluctant to put money into elsewhere. So one of the common ones that I get from a digital thing, and this is just to try to share with the world, is, is SEO versus paid search. Yep. And I, you know, with the, the, the figure that we throw out all the time is that you should be investing around about at least 20% of whatever you're spending on paid search in organic search yep. in, in SEO. Yep. And that means if you're spending 50 grand a month, you know, on, on um, paid search, then you should be spending, a, you know, a significant amount, you know, 5 to 10K per month in, in, in organic search to try to get those same clicks for for free, basically. Well, so um, so so when you turn the tap off, <laughs> yeah, there's something you're getting you're getting a, something for the long term rather yeah. than just you know having a reliance on on that exactly on that, where, where there's very little barrier to entry and all this. And so that's that's just a little gem that, that I don't think gets shared an awful lot. And, and there's a lot of reasons why it's difficult. One, because I think you know one of the common things we hear is is we don't know what our SEO company is doing. Where, you know, yeah. and so that lack of transparency there is, is it's a is tough really one. Hard to, I did, to know. did brand strategy for an SEO company, and yeah. it was, you know, it was great. <laughs> and because we'd worked with them before, and I'd try to kind of, you know, on sell their work to some of my clients, I'd realise how difficult it was. <laughs> yeah. Because it's, it, you know, people don't know <laughs> what what they're doing, and I, I think for that industry uh, as a whole, being able to try and work out how to explain yeah. what they do in you know in in layman's terms and is 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 you know is going to be a killer when someone does it properly yeah um so once again it's that 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 thing of it's not easily measurable or easily yeah. explained it's hard to put money into it isn't yeah. it but do, do you have any rules like that from a brand point of view of how much money should be invested in in one thing versus another or um um Yes, and I actually want to do another podcast on on that, so yeah. I don't want to talk about it all all yeah, now. But enough. there's, I mean, I, from what you're talking about there, I think it just it it uh, it makes sense from a from a from a long term 
strategy point of view that, that you're not giving all your stuff to to Google. You're not, yeah. you know, you're actually building an asset yeah. um, in your, you know, in your in your brand um, by by you know looking at you know making sure your organic is 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 working for you because in the end you just become reliant on someone else. Yeah. And who knows, they you know they 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 just make it more expensive for you. Well, and that then and we're seeing industries now that can't make money off Google Ads. Ten years ago, yeah, well, they could, now they can't. Yeah, uh, and. Um, or, or if they do, it's not just put an ad up, send it through to a landing page and, and get the click you need to. It's like, okay, well, maybe we can get that initial sale at more or less break even or a small loss, but it's a new customer and then we can re-engage them with this or we can have some incredible sales. But like there is a lot of sophistication that's needing to be built into certain industries, not all industries, but certain industries. And, and that's, that's the nature of an auction-based bidding system, yeah. you know, and there's going to be some people, some businesses that maybe have a better conversion rate and are able to bid more, or there's some that don't even measure what they're doing and don't know, right? And, and a lot. Which I tend to think is a lot, you yeah. know, and I, and I see it. There's, there's no way you can be bidding that much and 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 be making, you know, making money off this. So, yeah. So, you know, and that, that that's, a, I think Google's going through that challenge right now. Uh, Facebook Imperative for certain industries is, is comparatively cheaper. Yeah, not for all, but for, for some. So you know, so they're having their, their boom period, but that'll get to the same point. You know, when you say for different industries, you mean I, I don't think all industries can actually like if depending on what your objectives are. If your yeah. objective is a direct sale, I don't think all industries can make no. a direct sale off Facebook. But there are some that we work yeah, with that can. Yeah, yeah. And for those, um, you know, like we've got some examples where. Um, you know, they might be getting leads for ten to twenty dollars on Facebook, and the equivalent is eighty dollars to ninety dollars on on Google. You know, and, and these kind of things. Yeah, so okay. Some of those industries, if you if you've got the you know you've got the right business model, it can be significantly cheaper on Facebook until all your competitors figure that out as well, and then that'll be it up till the ninety dollars that they're paying, yeah, okay. and they're happy to pay on Google, you know, or, or, or whatever it is. Yeah. So, you know, th this is these auction-based systems are, are designed to, they're always going to get more expensive, you know. Uh, I guess it's, especially if you're in an area where you're a small player and you're up against lots of big ones. Yeah. It's, you're out here. Yeah, and, and what we saw what we saw with, with Google is that you get these aggregators that come along, right? So once upon a time, if you were a, a humble, you know, electrician, yep. and and you had a small business. You could you could advertise in your local area on Google, and you could get some leads in there and be a, a nice way to make business. But then these aggregators came along and said, "Oh, what we'll do is we'll just we'll bid big, much more aggressively than you can afford to do. We'll take that one lead and we'll sell it off to ten electricians." Okay, um, and and that'll is that like this. What's it called? The services. Uh, you see high called? pages. Yeah, high pages. There's, okay. Yeah, there's a few others like this. Yeah, and, and really, like a lot of those types of injury uh, um, services and industries have, you know, like all sorts of unique ones for this industry and that industry, yeah. and um, and and they can't compete. I mean, they can they can sell those leads ten times. Yeah. You're you're only getting one lead, and and so you'll often see in those examples now all those top places go to these sort of big companies. Is that don't make, don't do anything, don't provide any service other than just selling on these yeah. leads onto the and and um, you know these poor electricians and, and plumbers and whatnot have have nothing. They can't be on Google anymore. Google's out for them, and they've just got to compete on high pages. And and those tend to go to whoever quotes the cheapest and the quickest. 
So you know, being beholden to the tech companies by not being yeah being so there's, there's some interesting not things. being clever about it. It's a it's a slight deviation, but uh, I noticed recently, and I reckon this is going to happen a lot more. Um, um, uh, a lot of the tech companies, like Mail Mailchimp, has changed um, all of their pricing structure. Um, so that a lot of the things people are getting for free, they actually have to pay quite a lot for. And we noticed that it was things like custom templates and things which people have been using for free now having to pay, you know, 75 bucks a month sometimes. Yeah. Three or four times, five times maybe what they were paying previously. And I just noticed that, you know, I think that as a business model it's going to happen. Like a Slack I was thinking about, uh, you know, has all been about getting users. And so, you know, we use Slack, you know, we use it for free. We don't have any need for the paid paid one, but you know it's 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 being more and more embedded in our business, and I'm sure heaps of businesses. And and I'm you know I, it's not a matter of when, no, if it's a matter of when they change that up. And this is and this then is, they've got you, and you can't you know. And this is the, the premium model. These yeah. businesses are not profitable. They're not making money. Yeah. At some point, they have to. And there's only. You know, the two main ways to do it is you is you charge a subscription price or you increase your subscription price or you put ads on it. Netflix will be a really interesting one. Yeah. Right. At some point, $14.99 a month or whatever they, they charge here in Australia for that service is not what that service is worth. That service is worth hundreds of dollars a month. Yeah, yeah. Right. But, but, but what they've done is they've brought down the the value of the the you know the consumer I think is yeah fourteen ninety nine that that's it any more than that and they're going wow that's so expensive but isn't that's a I mean they're not going to be able to, they're not going to be able to put it up straight away and then because yeah there's there's still I think Netflix is an example because there's 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 still other players that are going to yeah keep, or at least here um, are going to keep them um, a little honest mm. um, but you know. Who knows what's going to happen at, at some point? But if you're in a, an area where, you know, it's going to take a lot, you know, for a business, for example, it's like a lot for them to change a procedure or a process. You know, they oh, will just stick with this and we'll pay, yeah. you know, we'll pay more now. It's um, you know, it's going to be interesting times. So we've digressed. A couple we have of we've gone from budgeting to yeah. to um, tech Price. company pricing strategy. Strategy, which, which will be a good good uh, good topic as well. So yeah, look, I think. I, I think the takeaways for me going back to, to budgeting is uh, absolutely, look, I think that zero-based model has a lot of flaws, you know, so I think you need to be aware of those flaws. And and if you go into any budgeting model, being able to allow, you mentioned long-term versus short-term, uh, allow some element of your marketing budget for things that may be difficult to measure um, or, or, or long-term strategies or growth or, or something uh, not pumping, or you, particularly if you've gone to a zero-based budget, to, to not fall for the trap of just putting all your money into the areas that are the easiest to measure. Yes. Uh, so, but uh, you know, certainly, I think just uh, for marketing departments, the other learning marketing departments to to get smarter about the way they report, at least upper management. You know, by all means, discuss about how, how how many likes and clicks you got internally. If if you you know, with your marketing people that know where that's leading, but but I think we you know we do really need to uh, to take the time to understand what drives the business and, and and what's meaningful to the business if we want them to take us more seriously, seriously. as marketing departments, and, and I guess for management teams to 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 ask more of their marketing departments to actually make them accountable for an objective and to and to be willing and flexible and agile you know to the the word that you used in in being able to assign budget if there's good results and some of those points I made about Google and Facebook 
is that over the long term, they are going to get less and less profitable. So if something's profitable today, you should be maxing that out of it. Max it out because it's not going to be that that cheap a year from now, you know, let alone five years from now or, or ten years from now. So yeah, I okay. think you've got to make hay while the sun shines. Sunshine. They say. Nice way to end, Sammy. Thank right. you for the chat. We'll uh, talk again soon. Again soon. <laughs>